Hi everyone, just before we jump into the episode, I wanted to let you know about my brand new course at Education Business Club. So it's all about coming up with your big idea for your education business. And I wrote this course because I see that one of the biggest barriers to getting a business going successfully is being really clear on your idea. So who is it that you're serving? What is the problem that you're solving? Why is it a good idea? And knowing whether or not you'll want to stick with the idea long term. So in the course, I teach the 18 reasons why your business ideas will work and won't work and the six key ingredients that you need to make sure that you have a viable idea. You're going to come away from the course being really clear on your new education business idea, whether that's you starting a business for the first time, maybe you're adding another income stream into your existing business, or even maybe you just want to send check what you've done so far if you've been in business for a few years. It's not a long, onerous course. I didn't want to do that to you but it will provide you with lots of action-focused information that you can just start acting on straight away. You can find the course at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. Thank you so much for listening to that. And here is today's episode. This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. I'm sure you often wonder how I manage to read your mind, how I can say the things that resonate with you so much, even though I appear to have it all together now with Classroom Secrets. Well, I'm going to let you into the secrets at Classroom Secrets. I don't have it more together than you. I'm just further on in the journey than you are. And that's how I know how to resonate with you because all the stuff that I talk about has happened to me at one point as well. And that is why the training at Education Business Club is just so, so valuable to you. It can literally help you fast forward your success years if you learn from it and implement it seriously. Let's get really honest in this episode with a topic that can be hard to admit the truth about. Are you running a business? Or is it just a hobby? (sighs) Let's take a deep breath. (laughs) So, Classroom Secrets was definitely a hobby. For longer than it should have been. I even had employees when it was still a hobby for me. Not because I wasn't putting my all into it. It was just because I wasn't focusing on the money coming in. There were a few reasons why I think it was a hobby. I didn't want to compete. So I'd love to live in this magical world where everyone can win. And I don't want to feel like I'm in competition with others, even though I'm often squared up to win that way, especially the more others perceive success from me. And I put myself out there, which I find kind of ick if I'm honest, but it is what it is. And I just have to accept that. But yeah, I just, I just wanted to be nice and not step on anyone's toes. I didn't want to put the pressure on myself either. I did put pressure on myself to get new resources out there into certain timeframes and certain numbers. I put myself uh, under pressure to improve my proofreading as well and really make what teachers wanted and needed. But that was from this place of passion and helping, which it should be, of course. 
but almost pushing the business element of it to one side, like just not worrying about the business bit, like, oh, this is this thing I love to do, it's my hobby, not worrying about business. You see, at the time, in for our living situation, Ed's salary just covered everything that we needed, so there was just no pressure. And at one point, I even did supply teaching through the limited company to build the funds in the business so the website didn't have to worry about making any money. And I just saved all of the money that came in. Now, I'm not saying this isn't a good thing to do, but I didn't even take a salary. So at that point, the business didn't know if it could afford me. And I didn't want there to be any financial pressure on me to make a success of this. Now, the themes and habits that I developed while hobbying continued, even when it became a real business, which I would say was probably at the point when our operations director, Shan, joined the company, which was six years ago. So her hours became full-time quickly. And so then we were thinking about how to move things forward because I needed to make it work for her because she'd taken this risk on us and she was the first full-time employee. So what were the the hobbying habits then? That's a mouthful, isn't it? Isn't it? Hobbying habits. The hobbying habits that I carried forward at that time were I'd got into the habit of only building the giving function. Basically, the production department who would create resources and proofread resources were kind of the only important department. I neglected the other areas and I pretty much took them all on myself apart from customer service as part of hobbying. And I just didn't give them the importance that they needed in the business. So one of the ways to tell if your business is still a hobby is if you're not putting any financial pressure on yourself. Another is if you're hiding away, not wanting to step on anyone's toes. And a third reason is if you're not building your departments equally. Usually because deep down you think that maybe you don't know something and you'll just hobble along and figure it out yourself without anyone watching you or judging you or thinking that you should know it. I now know that one of the best antidotes to all of these mistakes is self-education. To learn from others, to learn about yourself and to learn about business. To learn from those of us who have been there before. You see, hindsight is just such a wonderful thing that you can benefit from now that I wish I'd have had back then. So why do we hobby then? Why do we hobby rather than business? And I think it's to protect ourselves. To protect ourselves from the hard things like battling with not knowing what clients want in the first place and not knowing how to bring money in straight away. We don't think of it like a business to protect ourselves and pretend that the money doesn't matter. To be honest, If you think about it and you peel it back, it's probably more about what other people think when we treat our businesses in this way. It gives us an excuse that we can say, well, we didn't put our all into it anyway, or we didn't focus on sales because we just wanted to help people. So if this little chat we've had, one-sided chat, um, if this has made you realize that maybe you're not focused on the marketing like you should be, or you're not really into the numbers and the sales, but you are into creating a great product or service, this is a really good opportunity to reevaluate if you're spreading your attention evenly across your business or 
if instead you're focusing in on your little hobby. It's the hard stuff. It's the hard stuff I'm bringing, I know, but I've got to bring it. I've got to bring it to to be thought about. You know, I still struggle with this as well at Education Business Club because I would love to just sit there and create content because I absolutely love it. But I know deep down that I can't spend all of my time creating hundreds of courses in my head for my community and then not spend any of my time telling people about them. So with that in mind, actually, I do have training, guys. I've got training at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. So have a look. See if there's anything there that you need to learn to move your business forward to the next level. And if it's not there, let me know on Instagram because Ed and I are building our training at the moment um, across all sorts of areas with all the experience that we have. So if there's something that you would love to see there, let me know and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.